What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Fudge Muppet. I'm Scott here with Michael and Drew, as always, for the Elder Scrolls podcast. And today, we have a special episode for you. We have All in All. You may know him from creating the Pelinal animation. That's where I first found him. Uh, he's made a whole bunch of other Elder Scrolls animations. I actually voiced in one of them. Um, mm. But yeah, introduce yourself. It's me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> is that an effect? What effect? <laughs> He's just in a really big that room. effect. <laughs> this, one. this one, this one, this one, this one. Just like the animations. <laughs> just like the animations, this is going to get yeah, esoteric. He's achieved a good spent, already. Like I, like I told you, I've spent two hours yesterday. This is a big event for me. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much have a, He's achieved a soundboard. Oh, I have other things. Wait, 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 wait. I have uh, this thing. Mm. Yeah, I have one for. I have one, wait, I have one for Drew. I have one for Drew. I'm not. I'm not sure. sure. Greetings, mm. mortal. Is, is it good enough? Wait, did you? That's wait. Pretty, is that that's so, supposed to be me? Like. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds exactly I, like unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't remember any Deidre quotes. Dude, did you get? Did you use Morrowind? No, again? no, it's, like, it's just. Do you make just, that yourself? Just chorus. And I'm, I'm trying, trying to. I'm trying to speak lower because if I try to speak higher, it's gonna pick up all high frequencies. <laughs> but I'm trying to speak lower, and it's like a pixel. You could always do Dagoffer's speech or something. Do the whole uh, thing by heart. Actually, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know the I know the Russian version of it by heart, but the funny thing, the Russian version has echo on it. It doesn't have the pitched down voice. Huh? How's the voice acting on the Russian versions of the Elder Scrolls games? It's good. Yeah, uh, but seriously, right? I I only know the Morrowind one, and uh, it's I think it's really good. I think it's uh, because I haven't followed. Uh, evolution of game localizations here after a time much I was trying to play games in the original language but uh, Morrowind I got it on CD and it was like one of uh, early licensed like properly localized games and it used a bunch of like I, I wouldn't say like legendary but significant theater and like TV actors from here and the dude who is the Dag of Ur and I believe at least Scott heard the Russian Dag of Ur in Evangelidium, and I think he did an amazing yeah, job. Yeah. I actually, I, uh, and like, but probably it depends uh, if you played the original version of the game, and uh, it's like one of your favorite games, and you have a lot of nostalgia for it. English Daggerfur probably uh, takes a big chunk of that nostalgia, but uh, I do think that the English version of him is kind of goofy. <laughs> He doesn't sound menacing. He sounds yeah. like that's why probably the reason for all those memes out there is because you can't really take him seriously with that voice. Well, that's one of this the best things about the Dunmer yeah. accent is it's very guttural and kind of like ash choked, whereas he's got like a perfect theater voice almost. But he doesn't have the, the ash voice. The exactly. Yeah. He just he just sounds like uh, weirdly bombastic. Mm. <laughs> and uh, the Russian one, you know what? Uh, uh, it's something I can actually talk about. Uh, the Russian Dagger Fur kind of reminds me of uh, 
not so much the voice or intonation, but like the 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 image with the voice invokes. Maybe the apocalypse now ending, uh, the Mar- Marlon Brando character. Have, yeah, uh, it's like this like calm psychopath. Right. You know, yeah. uh, like uh, he doesn't sound uh, as bombastic. He was like a almost like broody, a melancholy, maybe. melancholy to his voice. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I kind of like Russian dagger for. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the aesthetic that is like is you, probably the most timeless. I just want to hear it now, because we've got we've got the overhaul on, and one of the overhauls redoes the voice and makes it seem a little bit more demonic. But then the original voice that you hear in like that, like like Dagoth wave stuff and so on, like that's the real OG one before. Yeah. There was also a, a vi- yeah. Vivek 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 voice that wasn't used in the game, right? But there are files in the game folders. Mm. But see, Vivek, Vivek sounds cool. Like he has that like yeah. echo thing, like you were doing before. <laughs> but like when then you come to Dagothur and he just sounds like a also this a bit funny. So Morrowind <laughs> would have been your first Elder Scrolls game then. Yes. And and when when did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Come on, tell us your your first okay, Morrowind, Elder Scrolls right? experience. Morrowind. Let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I actually like the like story. story. No, no wait. wait. <laughs> Let, Let me, me tell, tell you a tale, mortal. mortal. Uh, bas- <laughs> basically, right? I uh, it was my first RPG game, and I played it. I would imagine uh, it was around the time it was released, but I wasn't internet savvy at all at the time. I I was going to be leaking my age but basically i was on dial-up internet at the time still and like i was not using internet at all even though i had it and uh i kind of didn't know much uh, i think all the gaming information i would get was from like gaming magazine it was a really decent yeah. one local gaming magazine before and uh, there were a couple but, like i preferred one over an hour and that i i don't think I kind of can't remember if I started reading it after I played more in the before because I don't remember reading about the game anything. Like for example, I would distinctively remember seeing previews for Warcraft Three in some like magazines before it was released, right, but yeah. I don't remember anything about Morrowind. And I got it by accident. Uh, my dad bought it for me uh, when I asked him to get me like a three D shooter because I wanted to get into esports. <laughs> <laughs> because and, and like wait it it makes it sound like my dad does doesn't know his game he does because he like uh, used to he introduced me to like Warcraft he used to play Warcraft two or one at his radiation waste burial plant job on like a work computer <laughs> and uh, he knew his stuff like everybody knew Doom at the time <laughs> and uh, our I was like Warcraft Doom. Uh, what else? But basically, he got it. He he did buy some free shooter for me, and and also Morrowind for whatever reason. And like, uh, I launched it. And it, it, I feel like it's the best experience. Like, kind of would be tricky to replicate this kind of gaming experience nowadays, with how everything is hyped up. Like, oh, especially 100%. if you like online all the time. Hard- yeah. Well, it's a fairly yeah. brutal, like, first entry into RPGs, I think. Because, like, you know, <laughs> well, nowadays well, it's so much different. 
getting into RPGs, it's so much easier. You kind of get spoon-fed most things. Yeah. And it's so punishing. Like, if you go back, you've got you've to know what you're doing, and, or you take a really long time to figure it out. But, you know, you go out into the wild, and there's like a little quama worm thing, yeah. and it just... <laughs> kills you it just takes you down Wait. like it's, it's like just not what you'd expect there's, like, there's no mods either so you can't go and fix the like i, I don't like the luck to hit chance thing the the uh, chance yeah. to hit i like yeah. if i actually strike something that it hits them but even in I, it's i sometimes forget that morrowind has that it's painful yeah because like yeah. we we like our, our first um First game was uh, Oblivion. Yeah. So starting with Oblivion. And then I tried to go back to Morrowind a few times. Like, I actually thought it was so cool, like the world. I remember like getting it in the bargain bin basically and and playing it. But I really didn't, um, I, I, I just couldn't like do much in it because I could only get so far because I was just, you know, an incompetent like 10 year old. But then I gave up on it. But I didn't actually get my real appreciation for Morrowind until like much later, probably even like post Skyrim, like, probably like 2012 or something and then going back into Morrowind and really kind of like I kind of like your story of it like I know we talked about it before and uh, I and you also made like a huge video dedicated to it and uh, Mm. I kind of like what uh, it's almost it makes you kind of like a perfect Elder Scrolls connoisseur in a way but you sort of uh, because like you know the fandom is so dedicated to what gives them the most nostalgia and like uh, here you are mm. being like an oblivion gen, and sort of like praising praising Morrowind. Yeah, or... I, like <laughs> there was this whole thing with Morrowind. Like I would hands down, I would not blame anyone for not being able to get into Morrowind just nah, based on absolutely. the gameplay. Like it it sucks. <laughs> it by today's standards, you're so used to the most comfy mm. like you know RPG possible. It's almost just like playing a Terribly first person shooter or something, but. <laughs> but you know what it, it yeah, really it's... makes me appreciate that I did play Oblivion first because I know for a lot of Morrowind players it would have been a massive shock to see the Dark Elves change so much among it other was. things it was yeah I think yeah, yeah like I would have been pretty angry but because it was my first experience I can love Oblivion yeah. so much as my first Elder Scrolls game you know and, and then I can go think back the and love races. Morrowind as well like think about the beast races losing yeah. the legs like actually <laughs> so because we, we accept it because because c- it because we accept it because in oblivion they were just like you know human cat people or lizard people but like back in the day they were far more beast-like yeah couldn't wear shoes back in those ancient days mm. it, it's it's something that you yeah. talked it, and like, even uh, some uh, you talked about a little bit at least a little bit but uh i was you i think it was you guys one of you the whole race perks, like disadvantages being removed, yeah. sort of to make yeah, it yeah. more uh, equal, even, I don't know. And sort of ma- yeah. making every race less unique gameplay-wise. Yeah. Yeah, because then it's more meaningful yeah. to pick a Khajiit over a Dark Elf or something like that. And then it feels like you're role-playing yeah. that race versus just, you know. Well, my first experience I was Skyrim. I, I didn't even play Oblivion when it came out. I I, oh, I, how, I mean how, I played wait, wait. it once. How do I just how do I disconnect? How do how do I log out from here? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Scott. I'll talk to you later. So I can't. I can't. Do Wait, it. you're still here. It's because of what I said. My bad. No, no I mean, but wait, 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 Drew. Sorry, 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 sorry. Before we continue, right? I want to say that like uh, there's so much stuff that improved in Skyrim. 
and that uh, mm. I don't know if it came Everyone out. Everyone tread carefully around the Skyrim fanboy over here. So, <laughs> the, weirdly enough, I I the, yeah. the only reason I bothered to play Morrowind and kind of Oblivion is is because I love the lore. Like I play them specifically for the lore. You know, I, if I go to Mor- if I play Morrowind. Gener- I'm not actually going to play it properly. I pretty much just go into, you know, turn off clipping and just explore the world and talk to characters and things like that. So, I, you know, I, I feel like I kind of missed how difficult that game can be to play because, I, you know, I wasn't traditionally into RPGs until I was much older. So, you know, I love Morrowind, but not for the reasons I think most people But might. I think the way, the way I played it most of the time is kind of... I, I didn't, like, use no clipping much or whatever, but I... Like, I, I think Morrowind was the game that sort of made me more interested in playing the games for the world building, for 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 the way the world is built around you, and the way I played it most of the time. I, I never like played it uh, for a perfect RPG system, you know, to sort of have a perfect build or try and uh, do all the quest lines. I always played it because I kind of lived in it for a while. How you would probably describe yeah. Oblivion, I, I would imagine, or Skyrim. Yeah. I didn't really, yeah. like... I, I yeah. Actually, like, I, I wanted to, like, expand, because this is this is the ones I was thinking, like, oh, we're gonna... Scott told me we're gonna talk about how did you get into Elder Scrolls series. I was thinking, okay, I have this... Well, it's, it's like my my one good story about getting help into Elder Scrolls. It's my dad <laughs> buying it to me, and uh, when I launched it, and you cannot move uh, after the cutscene plays, and I thought immediately, oh, it's one of those quest pixel hunting quest games, you know, like Mist, <laughs> or and I thought like ah, oh. and I was like progressively getting disappointed because first I saw it's it's not a three D shooter now, is it? <laughs> and uh, like when it, when it obviously lets you move around and get out of a boat and uh, I was skipping all the tips and you're moving at like 2k yeah. an hour but yeah, like, at the time the games I played uh, what else? I played some some weird games you know Jedi Academy one with Star Wars yeah maybe oh, yeah, like, and I didn't mad. do a storyline yeah. I just played with, with bots the multiplayer with bots and yeah. uh, I yeah. don't know Warcraft I think I finished at the time the third one so I, I kind of I wasn't a very experienced gamer overall and RPGs I don't think I played I played like I second hand played Diablo on a friend's PC before I had a PC and I like didn't put any mind to, uh, yeah. to to be honest outside of like um Outside of Pokemon, basically, until I was, like, got an X... Oh, no, I got a PC. And basically, it was, like, Warcraft 3. For me, I was really into yeah. Warcraft 3. Yeah. Um, and then Je- and Sweet. Jedi Academy. Sorry so much. Je- <laughs> so good. Cliff racer sounds. Um, the uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah. As well, Styles Knights of the Old so Republic. Go And, um, yeah, Jedi Academy and stuff. Yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. I played Knights of the Repo- uh, Old Republic way later. But yeah, it's one of my favorites. Uh, but yeah, I remember Scott. You spoiled I mean that, that for me. I was spoiled it too Reza. by a friend. Same story. Same story. Yeah. Yep. They're like, oh, by the are way, you, you gotta spoil it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, here's the Revan reveal. Yeah. Got that yeah. one. Now we know there's a Revan reveal. Good stuff. Uh, that that still doesn't <laughs> that still doesn't spoil it. It's all right. 
Yeah, I feel like you can't. You, you don't have. I mean, some people say you would I feel, have to I feel be, you but, like, be careful with spoilers for like it's yeah. like you know nearly twenty oh, yeah, years at this ago point. I think kind of I think you're good. But I mean, I never yeah, played it. Point. Yeah, I, I don't really nobody mind. plays it. Let's let's yeah. be real. There is like a hardcore following, and nobody discovers it. I feel like that because like I've been actually following some some fan groups of Knights uh, of the Republic because before I was thinking what if I can sort of do something because I, I, lo I love Star Wars uh, but like other than uh, new NOG trilogy uh, I feel like because I haven't read any books or expanded universe I felt like the games the Bioware and who took it on after Bioware uh, Obsidian right made the uh, Knights of the Republic 2 yeah yeah like Knights those two games they yeah. felt for me like my expanded sort of universe and uh, continuation or more like prequels of the prequels and uh, I wanted to sort of uh, I, before at least I was curious about making something for those games but I kind of uh, I don't know uh, got discouraged by how how much more niche that niche when the other niche was already? Uh, I I reckon I reckon it could go down well yeah, to be honest. Like, also with Nazi Europe, there's there's still like people that like it's a hardcore it. fan community, and I and I feel like it would and the animations would just look yeah. sick. Like Star Wars was animated this looks one, pretty uh, awesome. Sort of like a tribute to OG trilogy into a new one. I don't know who who made it. There was this sort of animated tribute to Star Wars and there was an even older really cool yeah. sort of like a, a space battle uh, animation set to some like sort of classic rock sounding music for whatever reason and it was it looked incredibly professional nice. do you know what, I love that do you know what it reminds me of like when I was like uh, about around like 10 or 11 or something like that and I'm like first like kind of getting on my mom's computer and using YouTube and so on. I found this like uh, like a music video that someone had made with Knights of the Old Republic. It was like uh, a Revan and Bastila like was it set to Evanescence basically? And it's like all of this fan art and stuff. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was set to Far oh, Away yes. by Nickelback, <laughs> and it was playing. And I'm like, I was loving it as a kid. Wow. It, uh, Is that what inspired dude, you, you two to have your memories. lightsaber fight in the front front yard? Oh, it was the backyard. Oh, dude, oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Is that does that video still exist, dude? We, oh, I think it does. Yeah, yeah, I think it's still up. If on you the go channel, and yeah. watch when we got a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, we put up like a thank you video that shows Scott and I as young kids fighting with lightsabers. So if you haven't seen that, and we had it like I edited. Mean, I mean, if you, if you watch stuff, those so. movies more than once, I mean, you probably you probably took a stick in your hands at some point. <laughs> <laughs> play, play, oh, pretend. Oh, yeah, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine Michael Absolutely. was the, the, the Sieve guy. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> nah, uh, no, I don't know. I, no, 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 I no, no, no. Scott was kind of the cult leader. He kind of just decided. He'd just be like, "We're all Sith now." <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works in the movies, bro. That's how Revenge of the yeah. Sith plot basically going. Yeah. <laughs> True. Oh, dude. Revenge of the Sith, that that whole final fight scene, it's never been yes, yeah, perfect. Me in like I think like in any fight scene ever, <laughs> like the whole um, Obi Wan versus Anakin, and then I am I am a so fan sick. of Revenge of the Sith. I think it's like I admit yeah. I understand why I understand why, but uh, I was watching new trilogy, 
was the trilogy I was like growing up with, and uh, I I kind of I was excited for every movie, and the Revenge of the Sith was like was the best one for me at, at the time. I think it is I, the I genuinely best like, film, the start best Star I, Wars I, film. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, but I like like I know how the original trilogy does have it have it sort of like it's a I think like a better overall kind of structure but if, if you said if you said to me though you got to watch anything any star wars movie one right now i'd pick revenge of the sith every Sorry, time all i can think it about is, is, it the is, it is a subjective right favorite it doesn't matter yeah it, it's, it's hands down the subjective dude, favorite you can go back and look at things like phantom menace and especially attack of the clones and because we watched it when we were much much younger you just can't believe what you're seeing that you thought this was cool back then like some of the effects and stuff just look truly ridiculous do, but, but subjectively think, you just like it do, new hope man the first star wars movie ever i'm so over it i never want to watch it again i know it sounds like heretical to people but like i just it's like i could actually just take a slight i could probably watch empire strikes back and like maybe the final scene of return of the jedi or something because that final fight's the music cool, and like and it's got like a return of a jedi Mm. The, the music in the final scene where like Luke gets angry and there's like this choir because we didn't have much of like choir before yeah. that it's like a very subtle almost mm. like Christmas carol type choir and uh, it's like it's like really <laughs> right, creepy sort of as... and like pretty and uh, sad a little bit it's very cool yeah when he comes out of the shadows to strike him after Darth Vader's like tempting yeah. him into it but this is the perfect segue into uh your career, career of music you could career. like <laughs> yeah music career well you could let people off, like because you, you said right? you were Why telling me that you've been doing <sighs> you've you've been telling me you've been doing music for yeah. a while because you didn't the animation is a more yeah. recent thing but the music it's, uh, is it's funny but animation sort of when i was uh, a wee boy and i like when i was really young uh back before i even had a dial-up internet I watched like uh, like some of the Disney, old Disney cartoons, like Christmas Carol actually was one of them. No, no, Christmas Carol, like, what is it called? The, 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 things. the one about the ghosts of Christmas past, present and future. One with Scrooge. Like, yeah. Why, why are you Christmas looking at it like it doesn't exist? <laughs> <laughs> well, but we're just wondering if it's Scrooge no, Duck no, or the real guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, no, 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 it's a Scrooge Duck one, okay, obviously. Yeah. It's this. So it's a real but uncap well OG uncap <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah and I, I I don't know why maybe it wasn't that one but I think it was one of those because I had some like pirated VHS tapes that had also like some behind the scenes stuff where we make those animations like traditional old way and I was already drawing quite a lot at the time and I was like oh I'm, I want to do like animation now too and I, and I kind of remember something like sitting down at the table and with piece of paper and drawing something and going like oh that's gonna take forever now <laughs> so i decided to wait for technology to catch up <laughs> and i did some sort of attempts at uh animation when flash was still why why does do i make everything sound like it happened ages ago macromedia flash was flash before adobe flash and uh like right. i th- I never watched Newgrounds, but I believe a lot of Newgrounds stuff was Macromedia Flash animations, like with Stickman animations. I was just thinking and about that. Uh, used to make the Stickman, like yeah. the stick figure fights. No, but I was always aiming too high at the time. Like I, I would 
want to re- redo a Troy movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Media Flash. <laughs> or, or actually Knights of Old Republic. Yeah. I distinctly remember spending months setting up a scene where Malak is like facing on his like spaceship, like looking at space. <laughs> and uh, I was like studying the designs of those Sith fighters we had in Knights of the Republic 1 and trying to replicate them like religiously mm. and uh, it, it, I think it's really Italian but I didn't finish almost anything back at the time because uh, it sort of I, I didn't have patience <laughs> at all for, for, for doing this kind of stuff at the time but it, it's funny to think that it happened like I had some sort of vague interest for animation very early on when I would forget about it when I did it a little bit, uh, like around finishing school, and when I forgot about it for, for for a long time, and like in uni I started getting interested in music, and then animation came back. Almost like two years ago. Not so long ago. That's pretty yeah. crazy. I I think that's like like the. Like I don't know what your first stuff looked like like two years ago, but like your cool animation is pretty it. sick. So Thank I'm like, you. Thank you very much. yeah, because YouTube like two years of progress. Yeah. That's that's what, you can see that in one of those kind of cliche inspirational videos where they they show you how much someone can achieve in just a year or two. You know, trying out a skill that obviously you were drawing before, but just the level that you're at now is pretty impressive. If you only started properly two years ago, like especially. I mean, it's impressive in general. You could have told me you were animating for 10 years. I'd still think it's good. I think what happened is, and you, you sort of mentioned it, drawing is like just like still wiki. And uh, if you... But it was like almost like a relearning process, you know? Like, uh, like I when I started doing it, I started with like bits of rotoscoping for an obscure music video for mm. like a separate project of me and Owen. Uh, the guy who's like a big part of everything all the scrolls I made because he voiced <laughs> he 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 uh, sang as Ulfric <laughs> for yeah, yeah. Careless Tomb and he did a lot of voices uh, because like uh, I I you you might have not noticed but I I'm, I'm Russian I I have an accent <laughs> I know it's very subtle <laughs> <laughs> but, but like uh, yeah but basically I did a music video for us and it was like the first animation since forever that I made and I had no trust in any I didn't think I have any animation skills like I would I could imagine how a process would go but I thought like hey what if I do this like MTV sort of L swim you know like very crude sort of spooky creepy drawings and I would use a lot of rotoscoping I would like film myself and then in Photoshop mm. legally purchased Photoshop <laughs> I would uh, <laughs> trace over my footage and uh, I, in that video there was this one scene where I sort of had to draw it from scratch and I maybe because of that I sort of felt I begin, began to feel, feel a little bit more confident but it was like a very rapid process I was also very impressed because uh, I sort of, uh, in parallel, almost coincidentally, uh, started 
doing some freelance gigs, doing animation, animated like music videos for like some other people. And uh, because mm. that was like a money making thing and I was like responsible uh, to complete stuff on time, I sort of started to speed up like Blitzkrieg, the whole process. And at first I was using a lot of like vector graphics and after fact, and I would like sketch stuff on paper and <laughs> photograph it with my phone and put vectors on top of it. <laughs> and uh, I was using a lot of like tricks to avoid drawing like frame by frame movement when stuff turns around and looks like like proper traditional animation because I wanted to, because I, I had, I never did it before, now alarm. <laughs> and <laughs> and I I didn't have like trust in myself like I almost forgot the drawing and then super fast as I, I it's kind of like like o opening something in you like some hidden memories I don't know it's like the more trust I would put in myself like I would discover that hey I can actually I don't need references for everything like I can actually draw a lot of movements from my head and uh, I feel like it's a combination of that I sort of made it a job very quickly, <laughs> which is even more, probably it sounds mm. a little bit more insane, right? But, but people putting trust in it. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, also because I used to draw a lot as a kid, it sort of was like coming back to me, I guess, in a lot of ways. And like a lot of like technicalities of doing it now with uh even like I, I draw stuff frame by frame right with uh with uh what is it called the notepad tab, tab. and uh when i put it together in a different program but a, a lot of like technicalities like you in that come with usage of those programs were not that complicated you know it's it i feel like a lot of it comes down to drawing and like uh how fast can you sort of sketch out how something would look if it turned around that way or moved that way and you sort mm -hmm. of i don't know i feel also yeah. like everybody has a lot of this like uh because if you watch a lot of stuff you know like you play played all these games and you analyzed all these games and you made all these videos about uh world building in those games and like gameplay aspects of them and if you were to suddenly become a game developing studio it, like a lot of your knowledge would come not yeah. from even studying coding or uh, all technical aspects but you would have like intuition for some elements that you know from playing them and i feel like a lot of like watching our cartoons or just uh animation and games it sort of also helps okay i'm drifting away with like i'm, I'm <laughs> losing focus <laughs> you gotta breathe breathe, breathe no, back no, on track but for sure i can imagine like being paid as a job and using the skill in that job will make it go a hundred times faster just because it's like you know if you say if you're like an aspiring writer or something and you want to like practice writing it's very easy to rationalize well oh I'll yeah but also i'll do that but whereas if it's like someone is paying you to get this thing written you go oh damn i gotta get this written so then it forces you it puts you in that it's just the right like aligning of classic incentives accountability you you're accountable to someone yeah. who's not yourself because mm -hmm. when you're accountable to yourself i mean it depends what kind of personality you have but it is easy to just be like well how bad am i going to feel if i don't do it today 
not that bad yeah. but like you, you know if someone's waiting especially if they're paying you money like you you'll get it done i almost like you almost make me kind of like rethink how much influence vet had on the protest because i i kind of uh over the last say same two years i guess i kind of uh made myself think that i'm really good at finishing stuff but like t- takes a lot of time and i started like taking pride <laughs> I, should, I should be saying it i don't know uh but like i would see a lot of uh like I did this Jojo Bizarre Adventure animation thing. And when I was doing it, mm-hmm. I was looking at, uh, I was like suggested a lot of our Jojo Bizarre Adventure fan animations. And some are like really quality. So I would like watch watch them midway and close because I would get embarrassed. <laughs> they kind of top that. But I noticed a trend that almost all majority of those fan animations were incredibly short. And more than that, like and by short I mean like seven seconds short, and more than that yeah. I noticed a lot of people would upload like line work, like uh, work in progress, sort of to show the subscribers before we upload the finished one, and I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna make it twelve seconds, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it <laughs> because uh, and I I guess I should give credit to like. I did do much more animation for our people in in a span of like half a year before I made the first Elder Scrolls related animation, the Khajiit one, the incredibly goofy looking one. And mm. uh before I did Palinol. So it was almost like a like a boot camp for Palinol. Yeah. All those projects that I made. But I think I didn't not uh, yes and no because I didn't do anything i know i did i I did do like something similar to bell for now guy i mean in in the sense of like style and like action driven sort of a lot of movement i i kind of it was like the time i i almost like fully regained trust in my skills there's a oh shit i can actually draw it frame by frame stuff and i can draw movement beat sometimes imperfectly i'd also say like your animation style is like a rather like unique one i think i like just from what like you Defined see by limitations so i think that like <laughs> well but sometimes like you know they say like like limitations like yeah. bre- breeds like yeah. creativity and stuff like because you got to work within limitations so you have to you know you have creative workarounds and stuff but like i feel like it's a nice animation style because like even with like, because it's, a, you know, a little bit abstract and so on. Like, it looks a little bit... And that kind of helps it be, like, a cross-medium, if that makes sense. Like, like so it makes sense. Not medium, sorry. Like, Elder Scrolls or, or Star Wars or whatever. You could do all of those things in a similar style, but it's still, like, a unique... Like, like, I noticed kind of. people sort of mentioning the style. And uh, it's not like I, I wasn't seeing it, but because when, when I look at my own work, I sort of... Uh, I I I'm one of those people because it's sort of uh, popular, especially if you look at like art posting on the internet. People would present themselves with so much insecurity, like everybody, like every other drawing person on the internet says like, Ugh, "I don't really like this one, guys." But here I here I go, here I come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. and 
I love. Yeah, it's the it's the classic felt. Yeah, but I love. Yeah, I love my stuff. Like I love watching my stuff back, and I would notice things that I I would have done differently. Say I notice things I'm not so happy about and uh, imperfections and all that. But I still like genuinely enjoy watching after a lot of time passed maybe (laughs) watching some stuff i made because it's almost like you're still making it for yourself first and uh, it's like uh, Mm. the distance between having an image in your head and then seeing it fulfilled it's like incredibly satisfying so yeah uh, Yeah, i I would look i would enjoy myself but i would still uh, when people would notice or like talk about style like Especially like with things with people would compare it to, like Adult Swim comparisons, I I do get them because especially like Pelnell was like very purposefully crude, crude dish. I don't know, like with all the extra like sketch style strokes, that disappeared midway into a video because I upgraded my skill <laughs> as I was making it a little bit. <laughs> uh, and uh, but but yeah, thank you for saying that. I I do hope that uh, some sort of recognizable style is being developed in there and i I don't know like uh, if i don't know how it looks to you but say like comparing the video that you took part in the the crime (laughs) against humanity that you took part in Mm. uh it's (laughs) it was uh one of the early attempts uh to to sort of upgrade the quality after pal now because i wanted like Mm -hmm. okay like we have the movement and all that like action elements like I want it to look a little bit sharper and uh especially that like first scene with like Ellen when walking out and stuff and when you get close and the eye and yeah I was really drama. like going all out because see- it was supposed to be a different video yeah. <laughs> and you know it Scott knows it yeah <laughs> it was like a completely different yeah. video when it just uh, when just Scott came in and and uh made it different it's like the same when you lightsaber <laughs> do it and he said we are stiff now I said no no Scott it's yeah. a, you don't understand it's a it's a artistic take on the tragedy of human race <laughs> but uh, yeah I I was I'm mentioning it because I was like yeah I'm, I'm just gonna say that like I felt like am I like because when thinking about w- what is the the style of Pelnal, I was thinking am I abandoning it in a way, sort of. But uh, I don't know, further down the line, especially with, like even Gilidium stuff. And nah, even more so like to die or but George of Bizarre Adventure video. I feel like that's that's what I like more, sort of. And I hope it still uh mm. has some sort of I, has, I hope all those words that you assigned to <laughs> my style can still be applied to those too. Yeah, that's yeah. Like you, you like even with Pelinal, like I think even when you do like because there's parts where you've obviously like detailed it more, and then there's the in between movement shots and so on. But like I don't know, I kind of like it as a stylistic choice how it goes like a little bit more simple and less detailed in between the fast motions and then. Yeah, you know what I mean, and uh, this is something I think yeah. it retains for anything that's fast, especially. I feel like with animation, logistics play a huge part, and it kind of all goes back to work ethic and all that stuff. But sort of, we, I think I talked to you about it a lot 
for obvious reasons and uh, <laughs> it's like you know like it's that thing too where you like kind of get to the animations and so on but I'd much rather have longer sort of you know more yeah more of an animation without it being this super hyper detailed but then it could only be 10 seconds yeah I wonder why those people it's so hyper if it's the reason behind because you short fan animations well you can use the hyper yeah, well, you can use the hyper-detailed scenes, like sort of like you do in in between, like at points of yeah. stills but and if so you, on. But if you, and, you know watch I mean? yeah. those awful, awful Japanese cartoons that everybody likes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, but basically, right, it's like obvious that it's a big source of influence, I think, on anybody who's going to... Mm take on animation unless you're like incredibly art housey I don't know you, what is it the wall the wall animation I don't no, know we, what the wall is but basically if you watch anime right and because it's a mm. business first you would like see what the logistics applied the way it is made it's like it's, it's exactly how you described it when stuff has to move it's gonna have less detail. Like everybody loves Chibli and Miyazaki Hayao, right? And everybody praises the level of detail, and it is a high level of detail, but it's uh, a very defined, efficient sort of practical style of producing animation where you can have backgrounds uh, that are super detailed, but the fast moving or characters with a lot of movement are gonna be incredibly simplistic. It would have like uh, mm. every part of them that has a different color would have a color and one shade because we have to throw all those frames for it. But it works together, sort of creates this illusion of a complete world. Maybe because we also, our eyes are so used to it now. We also almost don't, because, you know, like if you'd imagine like a close up in, in an anime, right? It will have like extra shadowing, a lot of like extra lines mm. and textures. And when it cuts to like I don't know some fight scenes, it's gonna be much more uh, simple, like Dragon Ball yeah. Z stuff. Oh, and when you when you mentioned turn. like I don't know like when when stuff gets not even like simplistic, but it gets like kind of crudish. I really like it like Samurai Champloo. I don't know if any of you watched it. It's a uh, one, one Tanabe yeah. Shinichiro, the guy who made Cowboy Bebop, and. Uh, uh, right, yeah. he, he's not an animator he's a director but like when animators on that they sort of it's almost like purposefully kind of like super when stuff is like the fights and everything everything is like super simplistic it's still like uh, not uh, n not stylized to not look like like human beings but uh, I know how to describe it but yeah I feel like the way you did uh, it's kind of like purposefully slightly crudish and simplistic but I feel like people don't notice well, it on average as much because the transition is always very efficient. Sure, like, I think mm. anyway with like um, the animations and so on, like, and, and I guess this sort of applies to like movies and all kinds of stuff, is that you're like kind of trying to convey an emotion or like feeling collectively anyway. So it's not necessarily like the individual parts. So if that, you know, part might look like crude, it doesn't matter if it's if it's you know supported by everything else that's going on. And here's a perfect segue: like things like the sound and music, oh, which yeah. I know 
you know, like we mentioned, you're really into it. But all of your animations really have all point. had pretty much all all music, all music by um, yeah. Uh, yeah, all music is by me. It's kind of like it's it was a funny thing about it, right? Because yeah. people are so used to YouTube being like struggling with using our like uh, copyrighted content and all that, and uh, sometimes people would ask where the music is from and I would like have it on screen like all, all in the uh, in description <laughs> yeah. and, and you can't blame people uh, because it's not as I don't know I, I'm, I'm sure there are people out there who do everything as well and, it's not uh, common I can, that, that's for but sure. yeah well, maybe it's not common like you know I, I, I yeah. like I have to hide my my ego here I have to not be like obviously <laughs> it's not common Michael what are you talking about <laughs> but <laughs> you but, know, I went through I went through your entire SoundCloud. I've I've oh got no. every single song on there, every single YouTube video as well. <laughs> oh no, everyone, <laughs> we saw the same for us. You've seen every like of the two thousand. I'm, I'm surprised. Videos. I always I always imagined because like Scott reached out to me, and I always mm. imagined Scott is like like. Bowering YouTube with my existence, <laughs> sort of like <laughs> for, for forcing like my stuff onto you. <laughs> no, and, I uh, went through. I just <laughs> went on a massive binge. I mean, I didn't watch all three hours of the By the Campfire stream, obviously, uh, but I, it's, I, watched, I, I never like, watched everything else. Watched it back as well. I feel like the streams are meant yeah. to like sort of be but when you a catch it online. Moment. Yeah, you sort of where yeah by the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I like your birthday cake videos as well. Oh, They're really good. Yeah, it's, it's the, it's the, the, deep, the deepest oh, lore. Thailand. <laughs> yeah. But when Scott I've been trying first... to sort of... Oh, go on. Go on. Yeah. No, no, go on. Oh, it's just because when Scott first introduced me to your content, it was with the Pelinal video, which I think, you know, is, is common. But it kind of... It, yeah. It really well encapsulates what, what I think we do a lot on the channel because if we were only really interested in just what you hear in the games, especially in just Skyrim... We'd run out of ideas pretty quick, but one thing we love about the first era and stories like Pelinals, I think like I've, I've probably written a few videos on him already, is just how wacky it can get and how you can just let your imagination run free with it and allow speculation. And you know that um, animation kind of perfectly summed that up of just like, no, you, you know, you don't need to follow exactly yeah. word by word what's gone on in these texts. Just go crazy with it, and it it looks amazing. Thank you. And uh, it's exactly, it's and also like something I like about your stuff, which uh, well I can actually say in return that I kind of knew of your existence, but I I watched I didn't watch any lore stuff on YouTube at all, like for whatever reason the, the Elder Scrolls content I used to watch was like uh, you know Zilchonum or Morrowind shorts, much twelve media guy, yeah, Scott knows. Go, he, uh, that's a name yeah, that's I haven't so heard in a long time, dude. Dude, he he's so he's gonna you starting up. together in a thing, don't you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. I like I I forgot all um I forgot all about him. But way back in the day, like when Michael Old and I were even because... making like the our like ideal Elder Scrolls Six, like so we were like mapping out what we'd want to be ideal. We I think we even mentioned like oh we want Morrowind shorts to do the voice, God, you know, like that kind so of like beautiful. voices like that, like so you could imagine the Dunmer voice. Because like I think it was Jeff Baker, the original voice, of, a legend of the Dunmer and Two Morrowind. Legends. But we wanted those voices to come back. Yeah, but uh, yeah, 
also like I watched a lot of him, but it's he kind of I think he sort of stopped making stuff for a while and came back almost like recently. He has a dedicated following. Funny thing about him is I reached out to him back when I was doing the r- rap videos. Uh, well, well. <laughs> The Argonians uh, uh, property <laughs> and and and, Silil. <laughs> and uh, I I had an idea of Argonians property because I was fresh off Filthy Frank and I wanted to to do something like what would be the opposite of Dan Bull stuff, you know, like something that in in cap- like has like hip hop to it and uh, like a, a sort of darker was like popular at the time sort of darker side of soundcloud rap and uh i didn't want to do it myself i wanted to more in shorts to do it and i reached out to him and i sent him like this <laughs> really low quality demo i had to do because i was in vietnam at the time and i went outside my hostel and i like stood on the <laughs> roof and i <laughs> wrapped into a recorder over a beat i made like a very shitty i didn't have my microphone with me at the time and I sent it to him with the lyrics, and he said it's really cool, but I don't think I'll be able to. He, I think he said something like, I won't be able to do th- this fast, and you should do it yourself. And I thought, like, yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's like sort of a. He, I don't think he followed me at the time much, but uh, we sort of reconnected recently. And I was, I was still like get notifications for his stuff. He's, he's really cool. But you see, I was watching content that was more like, I guess, sort of like this animation, comedic stuff. I wasn't, uh, I mean, in general at the time, I wasn't listening to much podcasts or to some, I guess. But like w- when you commented on Pelno, I kind of like mm. I, I clicked on the channel. I thought, like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, and uh and then you continued to support me to stalk me more like <laughs> <laughs> no but i was like yeah. i was enjoying it i was thinking oh that's cool because that's uh you and like morin shirts and one very special to all of us elder scrolls related person well my like sort of elder scrolls community like uh uh influential in the Elder Scrolls community people recognition because and uh, it was really cool yeah. and uh, you continue to like, <laughs> share my stuff and then, uh, and at the same time you like I, I started like checking out your stuff because uh, I, I just I didn't have a habit of like listening to people talk about the lore and uh, and as, as I mean, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of and, <laughs> videos full so of just my like introduction to you so was kind of you talking to me and me watching your stuff. And uh, very early on, one of the things we sort of agreed on, or like we, our interests met as we were talking like about imagination, like what Drew mentioned, like uh, just why would you recycle a limited amount of information from a few video games with a lot of retcon power and then like go yeah. around <laughs> promoting sticking to only wet so I, I've like very quickly gained well, that, respect that's the coolest. what you do thanks Steve 
Yeah, like that's the coolest thing about like Elder Scrolls, I think anyway, is what I really like about it is it's like real world mythology in the way that it's 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 like interpreted yeah. a lot. You know what I mean? Like it's like it, you know what I mean? And that it just it, it it you know, it gives you that sense of the mythic. It feels like like I was a big mythology kid. So I was really into all your, your Greek gods and your Norse gods and I'd read about anything mythology. I I just want like big books and stuff of just you know i have like little encyclopedia things of mythology and stuff in general so i loved listening about the heroes and all that kind of stuff too and then really getting into the elder scrolls it's sort of like a similar thing like there's not many other games that have the same sort of um emphasis on the mythology of it all i don't think like i mean there's also like people say there's not games but lord of the rings yes but um lord of the rings has like a but even that the way i'd say it it's not really as far as I'm aware, it's not like interpretable as much as it is. It's like, oh, here's gospel, like here's the Bible, essentially, rather than it Dude, being like a don't piece don't don't, thing don't open the door It's like that whole video, the the Elder Scrolls Universe greatest. Like every like second comment is like, oh, I, I love it a lot, but Lord of the Rings takes the cake for me, and so on. You know, uh, like, but yes. Uh, it's, um, uh, I don't know, I just feel like maybe I haven't played as many fantasy RPGs, but I do feel it's pretty unique in the way that, uh, most of it, if not all of it, I would even say all of it is presented through points of view, like we would have mm. uh, with, uh, mythology of our world, like people recording stuff, people interpreting and misinterpreting stuff. That's what's cool about it, and that's what makes that's what makes it like interesting to engage with the world too, because it's interactive not just like element. That can be like, oh, he's like into what, what you are doing. Yeah, basically, and you, it's what you do in a game as yeah. well. You influence the world. You change it. It's like, yeah, and it. No, just he's done. I was like, I was <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting railed up. I was gonna go on a, on a rant. <laughs> a rant so, yeah, a good old choice and consequence <laughs> rant about how we want to change the world in games yeah but strongest will imposer <laughs> and the the modern like yeah. such a big aspect of it of the Elder Scrolls series in particular right it it welcomes you to dark shit up are you gonna have to censor yeah. the word shit like, as well you, you will. We're far enough into the uh, video. No, probably no, not. Right I'm so far. sorry. Eng- English is not not real language <laughs> to me, so I, it's like it yeah. feels less, <laughs> less harmful when I do it in English. But mods definitely do like like I think they're a really cool part because it's like you can kind of like fix the games and make them more like akin to the older lore and so on and like things like there was just one really simple mod that i really liked i forgot the name of it but it basically changes skyrim to it turns morthal into a proper marsh with like sort of no trees and so on it makes Falkreath trees really really big but then a lot it takes away a lot of the trees from the northern area and so on it basically gives you this more like harsh frozen sort of wasteland vibes at parts of it and there's all these kinds of other mods you can get for like the armors and so on to make them look a little less um world of warcraft like not that skyrim does it too badly but like 
some of them like you know the steel armor kind of looks a little bit modern it looks like the you know chassis of a car it's like, one of the cool things about yeah. modding as yeah. well is that you've got this idea of coda where you know ev- everyone can have an opinion and basically like write it into the canon for themselves whereas with modders <laughs> you can you can physically bring it into the canon <laughs> by yourself you know you essentially become a god by learning to mod the game the i feel I, well, since yeah. you mentioned it not the coda but uh, the being a god to it isn't it sort of uh, because it's a single ah no it's not anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not a single player but as a single player game right you 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 impose the strongest will on the world and you sort of they give you this piece of entertainment to enjoy as a person and uh, you can change the events to an extent and uh, we give you different interpretations of events in like game books and stuff and sort of it it kind of like uh, like a whole godhead thing and all that it kind of ma- puts you in a place where it gives you all the tools to sort of go wild with your imagination and well, interpret events differently there was a s- and I've probably had a much better point like- before I came to last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say like it's interesting. A lot of people like who are so for you know the whole idea that that uh, Kirkbride's Coda pushes forth anyway is that it's that Elder Scroll should be treated as a more sort of another Michael type thing in the way that. Like, uh, like you know how like Shakespeare has its, its you know billions of different retellings and so on that you know changes things up, um, but it's all drawing from a sort of core source. But like the idea, even if you look at its like roots as a tabletop game, like when you get a tabletop game, if you're saying like you you here's Glorantha and you're playing it you're allowed to make changes because like there's no one here like you know saying no you can't you know you can't make this role-playing decision or you can't like you know twist this god a little bit and change this little bits around here so it's kind of like the idea is that it was just sort of a here's the 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 set and then you go off with it in a similar way it's sort of like you know oh here's Morrowind here's the set now you go off with it and then sort of like you know, obviously, with the actual video game, there's like all kinds of limitations to that. But just the sort of but you see, we can limit from. the the gameplay aspect of uh, sort of the choice. It it is always limited, more or less, in most games, right? It's like a constant struggle, especially with new newly released games, like your take on Cyberpunk, for example. The whole uh, actual freedom of choice in an RPG game. Is like a struggle for for game developers, and even do you know what this actually mm. loops? Sorry, I was just gonna say this loops back to um, like what you were saying about animation. It's like it goes super high in detail and everything, and then they you know have to make a short sort of thing. Same deal with this. They go super super high budget, every all of these cinematic angles and all of these cool movie moments, but then they have to like you know close the options, close the choices. It needs to be nice and narrow because it's just impossible yeah, to do otherwise that's true makes me think but it makes me rethink some of my choices <laughs> but yeah you but it, it's so natural to sort of desire the wall effect like especially with visual medium you know like how much more sort of impressive i can make it visually so you can get lost in it and uh sort of it's not so much even about like substance even like a uh, rule of cool 
can be presented as a substance like how many cool things you can do in it or see in it you know like like you're saying it's sort of you can sacrifice sometimes the quality for content i guess no it sounds weird but you you know what i mean yeah (laughs) don't sacrifice quality you can sacrifice quality of Mm. content for content but i was i was gonna say that it's if the games like say morrowind can limit your choice by uh by the limitations developers had on how many quest lines they could present you with it cannot like limit uh how you interpret all the stories and lore thrown at you like this is the one medium that those games retain from tabletops, the imagination part, that sort of has no like engine or developing limitations on it, and especially with yeah. like uh, more than say main quest line, in famous you you might not actually be the guy. Like by the end of the game, you maybe you just yeah. like a really nice con job by that uh, by that uh, drug addicted yeah. imperial man. <laughs> <laughs> just play, 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 I've been listening play to that song too much The Moon Sugar song <laughs> I, I like yeah. it Thank you Thank you very much I'm I'm, so, I'm learning so much about Michael Because uh, Michael was like a mystery to me all this time Same as Drew There's like a bigger mystery What are you, what are you learning just that I like your stuff Yeah but it's not like uh, I would imagine <laughs> But uh, like maybe not uh, No it's good Because it's, it's subtly funny but if you forget that you're listening to something that's satirical you can kind of just enjoy it unironically yeah i feel like, like uh, you, you feel the chill energy coming from it you kind of want to join in oh <laughs> nice nice exactly nice because it's there no even you know what i mean it's it's like a yeah no, i do just vibe thank you <laughs> yeah i do i do know what you mean but it's like this is the kind of a of a goal in a way i feel like for a lot of people making this kind of stuff because you would make something and like you would intentionally make it with a humorous angle but then because say you like making good stuff or stuff that sounds good to you at least you sort of put all of effort into it when you get lost Mm -hmm. midway and you suddenly all becomes very serious (laughs) <laughs> well, it's kind of like filthy Frank, you know. He 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 yeah. would make joke songs, but yeah, you would hear them exactly. and be like, mm, "There was a lot of effort put into the instrumental for that joke." Are you going like to do what? the same thing? Are you going to go full Joji mode and you'll be a celebrity soon? I don't think I. No, <laughs> I mean, it depends how how much depends star. how much. <laughs> because I don't know what if what if. George, no, like I would imagine, George is really fed up with all that. Like the the people who still serve, he doesn't have notifications on, <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's sort of it's from him. I would imagine it's what he does exactly what he wants. Hmm. And I don't know if you look at the, for example, like Elder Scroll stuff I made, you can sort of see with Pelinal being a turning point how like I didn't do as much sort of how do you describe it like contemporary contemporary music in the twain after that I sort of started getting caught up in trying to make something a little bit more like a cartoon episode and like use music as like soundtracks Mm. and that kind of like that sort of surprised me as well although it feels like a natural progression but but it's like uh, looping it back 
to Joji. I sort of I love doing music quite a lot, obviously, and I do love making producing animation. And I've recently begun to wonder if like this blend of it, which basically is like say animated films, is what I eventually would want to do. And I'm not like. Hundred percent sure because sometimes I do like to make like a, a song, a proper song, not like a soundtrack. But uh, I don't know, so, uh, especially like doing even Gilidium stuff. Thinking maybe <laughs> I don't know if it doesn't sound, but maybe I, I want to be like Hideaki. I don't know. Maybe I want to make like a full-on feature film, you know. But I'm gonna soundtrack, write a soundtrack for it. All I need yeah, is I like think that that would a be sweatshop of animators. <laughs> It's going to work of my keyframes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh... That's why it's like a cool... Uh, it's like a cool plan between the two, you know, like a music video and a animated short episode, like a mini version of it. Because, mm. like, as in musicals, uh, you can sort of... Not necessarily like a proper musical, but uh, music videos do tell stories. Or have like storylines, and you can expand them like with extra scenes, and it kind of becomes like a blend between two. And for for me, doing both like the visuals and the audio, obviously with like a lot of support from like Owen doing voiceovers, and I've I've incorporated some really cool people recently. We had like yeah, and uh, like the Emma. Ah, she's gonna kill me for her spell her family name. <laughs> she played like I had life solo on some tracks. Had an Elder Scrolls beat. Mm-hmm. Ah, yep. And uh, like this uh, C- Simona, uh, who did like uh, who sang in like a broken Islay Dune, what I put together from a dictionary for uh, uh, Aurora and Golden mm-hmm. Eagle. And yeah, I just mm-hmm. wanted to mention these really, really cool people. But like all of that, doing. How do you? Uh, go on. Oh, I was just gonna say, how do you go about finding these? It people? was. I. I am actually kind of. I was lucky. I would with uh, last, like Simona commented under something. That I was looking for somebody completely different. She sort of commented saying, oh, yeah, "I. I'm like a classically trained soprano singer," and I thought, "Whoa!" Because like that's kind of stuff that I dreamed about, like working with this kind of people. Like classical musicians, because I love I love like the cinematic element in all that. I love mm. dramatic stuff, you know. And I always wanted to have something sort of to to like proper properly trained people to do their takes on my not classically trained music writing. And she commented I was really lucky because she was a, she's a fan. She's an Elder Scrolls fan, and she just reached mm. out and I said, "Oh, she, that's somebody I definitely want." to do something with to produce something with and uh, Emma who plays cello she's like Owen's friend Owen put me on to a lot of people I mean Will like for example for some like voice voices that I I don't have you he's like in the future at least and yeah he introduced me to her but I I, if you notice I don't really it's kind of like a new thing incorporating more people before it was just me, 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 and then Owen sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. I was I was always getting like a little bit nervous, I guess, uh, I- like involving more, mo- like the way uh, 
I don't, yeah, I think it's a giveaway. Uh, uh, Michael Kirbright called it moving parts, like too, too many moving parts. Yeah. Sort of like uh, because uh, it loops back to I'm gonna I'm gonna be using this phrase so much now after all you said it <laughs> loops back to like uh, finishing stuff and being efficient. Sort of always like it's, it's uh, the more people you have on board and stuff. But he, mm. yeah, when when it came to you free, like uh, when I had this idea for Scott of a reference he didn't know about from like Cowboy Bebop and uh, I'm, I'm gonna not, I'm not gonna mention it so I don't spoil it but I really liked that idea of like where all three of you sort of do that thing and uh, yeah. it's kind of like a, well, a sketch stage of it it's finished and uh, I really if, like and if you looks. need us if you need us to redo anything just just let yes, me know yes cause he kept on like uh Saying like, uh, tell me if like any of it sounds like if you want to change any of this, no, it sounds like you like you do like you you do it you, which was what, okay. what is expected. Like a Drew sounds I, I, so. I want you. I want to watch like the Drew is like. <laughs> how would I describe it? Ah, sounds so. I don't know. Ah, noble. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think you uh, couldn't have picked a better word for him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it was so easy. It was a new experience for me to <laughs> to animate off of the voice. And I was imagining I'm gonna be chopping up the voice tracks a lot. But no, I same with like what Morrowind Shorts provided me with. I, why am I calling him Much Mage? I don't know. He never sort of mentioned what he wants to go by. Much Twelve Media. Check him out. And uh, yeah, I I just put the, his audio in, put your audio in, and I was just like animating off of it, and uh, mm. it was a new experience. And it was really cool because like I was looking at your faces a lot. <laughs> I was like having like a, a tab with a podcast, one of the recent podcasts open, so I can sort of keep reminded. Yeah, so do you find that people's voice, depending and, uh, on who's voicing what, it's going to affect how they move and how their face is moving, things like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though, even though it's like I, uh, even though I'm always like, like we talked about, there's always like limitations. I don't know why. If I don't mention it, nobody's going to probably notice. But there is like a, some sort of minor uh, body posture, you know, stuff. Uh, but might be not authentic to how you are in person in real life. But sort of listening to your voices and looking at you on podcasts, I sort of, this is my image of like the fudge muffet guys. And, oh, uh, really and, and, like, and Michael is like, was the first one I was trying to sort of have like a cartoony version of. And because there is like a lot of movement, not kind of like a lot of movement, because for these kind of scenes, I found from my experience that you need to find this distinct stylized versions of people but sort of like because maybe i'm still learning you look like at a face and you think oh, i kind of want to replicate the features i don't want to just like completely draw like a elder scrolls race character you know i want to have something to be that to me at least personally represents person and you at first like struggle between trying to literally draw a person's face <laughs> and <laughs> uh but when slowly sort of shifting towards finding like a stylized version of Michael, Michael, yeah, I'm not, should I be mentioning the race with Michael is, <laughs> even though Scott told me I can make you anything, 
I still like went yeah. back to what 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 you what was mentioned initially, but it was okay. such a good idea. The pick for Drew, the Drew, the thing that Drew picked, the thing. I know you can say the thing about those guys because I don't know what the hell they are. I'm not a daydrologist. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a nerd. <laughs> it's gonna look pretty interesting with our voices on specific uh, races. races. I go I go to cloud voices. district very often. <laughs> <sighs> Can you just not <laughs> upload this? <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I I loved it. Like I remember, like Scott mentioning that, and I was thinking, like I like I know you, Scott probably noticed. Like I enjoy like the crazy ideas. Sometimes even you have to like tell yep. me. Well, I think it's a little bit over the top, but <laughs> and, uh, but uh, I, I I really liked it, and I even sort of placed on the table that you are at a place like a reference to why Drew is what he is maybe in a way because you know it makes sense for for uh, this kind of I'm really character to now. be there I yeah and uh, it's like uh, I showed somebody somebody close to me I showed the those sketches and then I showed like your faces and for, for whatever reason Drew was the most recognizable <laughs> <laughs> Don't know but to because be in like sketch form, it doesn't have the 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 certain skin tone that those guys have, and all the additional texturing and decorations we bear. So it's uh, it's like in sketch, it's easier to recognize the face. But yeah, uh, there is a lot of influence from like the voices. <laughs> I'm yeah, really, I'm, I, yeah, I'm excited for it. it. I'm hoping it works out well. Well, actually. I think I, I think I mentioned to you when this episode would be out. It's like I think February seventh or, or something. <sighs> yeah, I hope. Do you, I do hope you're... so. I really hope so. May, you can even uh, probably upload it later if I delay it, because it would make sense. I think it's kind of like a nice packaging, I guess, for like the yeah. cross subscribers. Yeah, definitely drop them together. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. <laughs> because it, like like I said it was something new though. I didn't do this kind of stuff before and I mentioned to Scott again that it's kind of like those uh, YouTuber animated things some animators do for like uh, less player people I was thinking shit mm. this is like yeah. <laughs> fudge muppet animation <laughs> <laughs> much cooler though <laughs> because it's not an animatic it's a full on thing I mean it will be uh, but mm-hmm. yeah thank you thank you for taking part in this because uh yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, ho- I hope Mike Michael it. is okay with we've we've Michael, <laughs> we've all in all version of Michael. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's all right. Look, if you've made me a Bosmer, I'll probably look hilarious. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, with the funny thing about you and like your voice and like the image, because uh, obviously, right? Like I, I, I had a call with Scott before, and like I kind of could already. Uh, have a more developed image of Scott or how he is when he talks mm-hmm. off script and uh, but if you like I I sort of just my, my image of you was like from the interactions <laughs> <laughs> oh no very intellectual in- interactions <laughs> and yeah. uh, I'd like watching podcasts obviously and uh, I don't mm. know you, you're kind of almost intimidating in a way <laughs> <laughs> like <Yeah>. softly. <laughs> no way. Drew, I, I Drew will, just I will seems say, kind. I will say, this is a very informal <laughs> podcast. I will say, I, I tend to look like a bit like a deer in the headlights on camera. 
I don't know why. I'm just never really comfortable. Like sometimes I'll see comments and people are like, oh, Michael looks like he's like looking off into the void of Sithis <laughs> or something during the podcast. And I look at it. I, it's true, but not that I'm looking into the void, but that I don't know. The second that there's a camera on me, even if I feel calm mentally, like now I feel pretty chill. But there's just something about my face that says he's not chill right now. You kind of have to forget you know I mean? the camera's on. I would imagine a lot about my body movement now. We'll tell what I, what I'm sort of having a new experience in my life. First time talking yeah. to <laughs> Fudge Muppet. But Ooh. I don't know. It's interesting how you sort of responded to it now because I was like midway as you were talking. I thought, oh, oh, should should I should I have said that? <laughs> was it like <laughs> too, too, what are you too scared of me <laughs> like i not like scared but are you gonna like it's gonna be weird or something and you you like cold-heartedly retard <laughs> yeah i i know I, it looks like i look into a void but well it's looking back so <laughs> yeah i i don't know it's uh i was i was just i'm still just really excited about how the protest turned out mm. because uh, it's like a new element in in the work process like having these characters from the people i don't know personally and sort of interpreting them yeah scott was the easiest one i think and, and that and i yeah <laughs> yeah what's, what what's the main that? reason for that well well for uh, I, I <laughs> because of no well uh, I think the okay I'm just gonna say it's called I'm, so, I'm sorry it's it's a haircut <laughs> it's oh, yeah. a Dunmore haircut because there is a there is a so almost similar hairstyle in Vanilla Morant actually yeah. there is and somebody, like yeah. Uh, yeah I can think of it it's f the funny thing about your arc in there arc <laughs> is that. Uh, I I've sort of skipped over the last note in the script. I kind of read it and forgot about it, but then I almost subconsciously started bringing this note to life, but like exaggerating it. You probably don't remember what it is. It has something to do with drinking. I can't remember. And I yeah, and I sort yeah, of forgot about you that, mentioning that, and I was still dr drawing a lot of that happening. <laughs> it, I, I I because of. Uh, you know, like, uh, because of the stylization part and, like, people talking, and there are so many established ways of showing people talking in <laughs> in Japanese cartoons that you can rely on efficiently, you know, you don't need to invent a, a wheel again and sort of uh, combine some body movement, but not, like, continuously to sort of for logistics reason. You have those, like... I, I was using like the the mouse for like talk, for talking like for first time because in today if you look at it it does a the reverse like you you're always looking at the at the listener not the, the person talking but here I had to like uh, combine both and uh, where I was going with this <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Something about basically it's very cool. Fudge Muppet is uh, he's like amazing actors, amazing voice actors. <laughs> yeah. Michael Thanks. is uh, he's looking into <laughs> void, mm -hmm. and uh, Drew is just a noble, noble 
noble representative noble of, 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 uh, of his kind, <laughs> of his daedrologist kind. I'm sure many people have like, like people who have been watching your animations and so on, that's something that's sort of changed with the, after the Pelinor one with the Evangelion one. Um, yeah, yeah. That it sort of started kind of building an overarching story. Yeah. Like between the animations, like, you know, to die as well. Like it all sort of builds on this sort of, you know, these similar, this bowl yeah, cut character. It does. And, but we just go, so on. I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? 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 It was worth it. <laughs> Two hours yesterday. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't even got that set up. Yeah. Get a soundboard. You do, I, I can share it with, with Drew. Uh, we would abuse one. it he's, he's gonna, gonna need this one, one. <laughs> to be mm. well we just mess with it all the time I feel like it could be like <laughs> hey, go on sorry sorry continue oh yeah I was, I was just saying that like it's a overarching story it's different it's like a different like kind of because all of your other ones were pretty isolated yeah. like you know self-enclosed whereas now the you're continuity. trying to build like a like a longer like like uh, like those famous Elder Scrolls YouTubers, Fudge Muppet, they say it loops back to, it loops back to playing with uh, misinterpreted mythology and uh, basically doing what brings you joy. Because uh, I, I think Palinal is uh, like, to mention it's such a sort of I wanted to mention it before but I forgot the light the hand of killing light is it the, what it's called yeah it's on the it's on the yeah. wrong hand <laughs> oh. it, it is <laughs> really? it is and it happened I didn't, I didn't pick up early on and I chose to not change it and it, it to me looking back on it, especially with how much traction this animation got, I was sort of like proud of that because uh, <laughs> it was like a sign of change. It was like this is now a playground. <laughs> Nothing is yeah, holy like, anymore. <laughs> 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 it's like I I really I hope I think there is no repercussions for uh, for modding. The mythology, like legal ones, I don't think there is, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, because like I don't know if like, but yeah, doesn't matter. But it's exactly what it was. It was like I don't want to, I don't want to uh, copy paste things that were already said. I'm not like interested in it anymore. I'm trying to find like a bad, yeah, you put a better way it. of saying it. It's the same thing you do. You're not gonna go and say, "Hey, uh, op open up uh, Wikipedia. I'm, I'm about to read <laughs> a sermon, like a, like at a religious <laughs> practice." Hey, today we go, we go here today. It's like about the interpret. Yeah, you would rather. Well, that's like you know, we interpret like the law and try and build the story from what like the pieces in the same way that like you know. You can kind of build upon yeah. it and interpret your and, own way. You know, you know. And in your one, okay, Pelinal's got Terminator, Terminator Vision with all. But the, it, it was the, the Dwemer lettering. It's uh, the the early idea for that. 
I look, I'm I'm go I'm very good at continuously branching out. So you're gonna stop me if I branch out too much. Go loop me back, please. <laughs> But I want to mention about the Terminator Vision, <laughs> right? It's like the early idea for mm-hmm. uh, the early idea for the whole thing was just uh, two loops. One is where he stands with a. Uh, Uh, without my house actually initially over the fields of dead I laid and uh, the Terminator meme because I made the music before the animation and it was like I want to do Gregorian chants but then it goes into the Terminator clang sound thing and then I realized that the, the overused Morrowind theme actually kind of plays well over it and resembles sort of a way the synth strings come in in the original Terminator thing. And I made that, so the Terminator was fixed into the music. And then uh, the vision was just like... <laughs> like, I, I actually went up and I, I had the even similar phone, font or the exact font, the HUD, HUD, you say HUD, right? The Terminator yeah. UI, the Terminator yeah. HUD is using, and I, I looked up the way his HUD, and like I, I was so I don't know why, but mm. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I have all my audio directed right at yeah, uh, but uh, that was uh, it, it was one of the uh, early ideas for it, and uh, uh, because I really it, like. Sorry, I was just going to say while we're talking about that video, I really like when um, Pernal looks and scans the screen. So it kind of looks like he scans you as the viewer when the oh, light shit. goes over it. Yeah. I'm going to say, purpose, yeah, right? I, I definitely Cause like, thought yeah. about that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice catch, Michael. He, <laughs> when, when I watched it, when I watched it on my didn't phone, I didn't it. realize... Like the first time I saw it on my phone, dude, I couldn't dude, tell. But when I watched it's it your lore on a monitor... It's, you yeah, just made it was it. big. <laughs> it just kind of whooshed and it like I think covers I, the whole yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. But I made it sort of, I like the whole camera is where too thing, you know, like with blood and tears splashing on the lens and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. it's like part of that. It's kind of like crudely trying to imitate, you know, when you shine a flash something at a, yeah. at a screen and it has this like blinks for a moment. That's cool that you interpreted in it like that. Kajit. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> he probably is. <laughs> yeah, I actually never watched Garfield or read the comics. Wait, is it a cartoon only the comics? I think it's both. Yeah, you see, it's just a meme. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, live I action think films were, are the, well, there was the those movies of Garfield, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can only remember comics and, and the movie. Yeah. It's like was never part of my yeah. childhood or anything, and I just know it from memes, and it just made perfect sense because he is a furry. So it's Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cat. <laughs> yeah, he's a cat. <laughs> uh, I don't know why he speaks when that's 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 a little bit weird. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, he's there. He's a he's a Garfield there. Nice catch, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) I am upset, though, that you made his right hand the killing light because you don't get many left-handed 
characters in video games, especially because the way they're made, you know, you got to be right-handed for the view. You know, we get one badass left-hander, and you just, you know, you. Yeah. Drew, Drew's a left-hander like me, oh, so shit. we're disappointed you took away our left-handed character. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Not. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Are you going to go back and not, redraw not, it? Not, not, did, did you hear of it? The, the delay still had the previous previous uh, <laughs> sp- uh, part of a word that I said before that. That's pretty hilarious. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I was As I was going into this, I was saying, okay, don't abuse that. Like, I know you think you're really funny, <laughs> but don't, don't do it. It's, you're, you're a guest in this, in this house. Act accordingly. Just do it for the rest of the podcast. Uh, it's too late. Yeah, now. just you should you should you it's should right. get you, it. You should you should you should do the same thing for all the podcasts. You've ma- you've made this podcast probably the longest uh, since I, I, maybe like the ranking days. I or was something. looking at the, we had a bunch of shorter ones. I was while. wondering by the way, are you gonna like cut it up? We'll see. Just, not leaving it all Just in it's all over cool. yeah but it's good for the algorithm but it, i mean i, I imagine like uh, well well the deeper uh the, the deeper into it i can say a more sort of provocative stuff because nobody's gonna reach those parts yeah like see we that's can a luxury start, you don't start, we, can, we can start sort of opening up slowly <laughs> about everything which is which we love about elder scrolls game series by yeah. howard <laughs> well, the algorithm's kind of rough on on okay. animators these days. I remember YouTube used to be all about animation, and then it kind of took the back seat, and you just it was too much work for not long enough a video to really make the most of it. Right? And then the breach happened for everybody. But uh, yeah. the longer videos, yeah. Uh, the bridge. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> I'm so happy this is in. Uh, but. Uh, it's in a loop back. back, yeah. But um, animation, longer videos, right? I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I, there was a point when I started messaging Scott a lot. And uh, because I was new to the amount of exposure I was getting compared to you at the time, you were like established. And uh, I was sort of adopting still to, uh, I don't know, reading feedback and uh, thinking of what I want to do. Yeah. And uh, compared to like early days when I had uh, a smaller following. <laughs> I know, <laughs> much smaller following than that. But uh, uh, I kind of was a little bit more interested in what people were interested in. And as like the effort expanded, as like the quality grew, the interest in what people are interested in decreased <laughs> significantly. <laughs> it's mm. like, uh, because... It's fair because, enough. If you're going to put in all the effort, mm. you want it to be the exact artistic vision that you want it to be, yeah. especially when you start animating high-level stuff. I can imagine it just completely comes down to what you want. And the other thing anyway is, especially as you get a bigger following, you can't please everyone. Um and even listening to some you people, can. it will harm your style. Uh, you know, uh, true. Like I feel and like all, it's important to have your own. Yes, um, it's not. It's not important. It's like survival stuff. It's survival stuff. I think Scott 
put it really well. He, you were quoting like a book at me about don't. <laughs> what was the word? Don't be like a a hack, I guess. Towards yourself. <laughs> don't be a hack. Mm, yeah, don't yeah. be a hack. Yeah. But uh, it it <laughs> loops back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, let's. Let, I'm. I'm. I gotta, I gotta do it properly. <laughs> it loops back. Uh, it loops back into <laughs> into longer videos in YouTube algorithm because YouTube doesn't favor what I do at all. I think it's no. unless you hit a vein sort of unless you make something which is uh, related to something which is really popular. It's not what YouTube deems profitable because if you look at the top of a crop yeah. and it's like it's the way the the money goes is uh, nothing you can do about it so it, it kind of uh becomes more about what i want to do you know and i wanted to mention it because like you mentioned the uh, animators in the earlier days where were kind of like more maybe but everybody was definitely more profitable on the platform in the earlier days i like how you never mentioned that and i, I begin to sound a little bit like a like like a, like a guy who's only interested in money now because like you never never ever ever mention it and it's your job it's like your proper because I cannot call the Marshall my job because it's uh, <laughs> I still have to do like those uh, animations for other people for money mm. uh, but so it like truly becomes what do I really want to do but then the whole uh, it's still kind of kind of can be uh, if not a job but like a support right and you kind of feel mm. like hey I'm putting so much into it would be nice to have both you know would be nice to have like an audience and to be compensated for your time so you begin to think like well you begin to prioritize more and sort of like I concluded recently I'm still like new to all that but I concluded that one of uh, main priorities is to do what you want I guess first, you know, the artistic vision and all that, because like I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna say, think like oh, I enjoyed so much drawing Michael over and over <laughs> again, <laughs> and uh, or doing something that has a little bit or not, or has a, still has like enjoy enjoyability uh, aspect to it, but also potentially can hit a bigger audience. And uh, it's been like yeah, on my mind sure. quite a lot recently. Yeah, because, I'd say definitely yeah. where those kind of roads cross together, like the hit a big audience and do what you want. Definitely, I mean, I I, I like to err on the side of do what you want. Yeah, more. but in by the end of the day, yeah, still probably. Yeah, just because it's yeah. a it's a field. It's in, I mean, for you probably too. I I do know and I imagine where a lot of people on the platform who just run it is like pure business you know yeah. like the pass pass mm. by time is like where hobbies are just i don't know chilling somewhere doing nothing really so that that is like pure work or like it's an enjoyable work still and maybe we enjoy it but you know all the all the good stuff all the clickbaity stuff all the lengthy stuff that yeah. thrives off what is already accumulated and uh, it's like purely business because I cannot imagine somebody doing that and like uh, having passion for it 
so you do have passion for for aspects of it, uh, but so I think like a platform kind of uh, if you because it's got to it's you yeah like got to be in a position where you can keep on doing it. Like you can be, you know, you can go through phases where you where you're sort of like going at it from that sort of business mindset, and you're doing um, you know so whatever work, and all the views are there, and it's great, and you're like, yeah, this is awesome, and so on. But then if the views disappear, then you're completely uninspired and just you know. <sighs> hate doing it whereas if you love doing it even when you aren't getting views like you know huge amount of views you still need you know some i guess like you don't want to, if it's sitting there as a test video yeah you want to cry but, but like you, you but it keeps you excited or like you're proud of what i cannot done, imagine even though because you know what's i mean thing. i can imagine a little yeah. bit because before i found i guess my style or my format for what i do now and uh, i was really because I, I did like music for a while before it, it's all about like performance in the element. It's all about wanting an audience, and like before I had even uh, my early days audience, I was trying. Like uh, Michael knows, <laughs> he watched, watched, he saw some stuff oh, yeah. in the back catalog. I've, I've seen everything, man. I've yeah, so it everything. was always some things, maybe even unlisted things. There was some attempts at purely me sort of thinking, hey, what if I jump on this trend what if i do this you know everybody probably maybe not you guys i don't know but you hear a lot of those stories where people try different things because certain things are set to to work and it's incredibly dissatisfying to do something because you thought it's bec not because you it's like your original new idea but because you thought it's gonna work and when it doesn't and you don't have the satisfaction of having produced something for you can produce something which is you can yeah. look back on think, oh damn that's a nice cake i'm yeah. eating there <laughs> 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 and uh what's what's uh, that sounded way better in my head of uh, all the slang what, what about <laughs> yeah um what led you i'm just curious this is a bit random but what led you yeah. to make the surf surf album the elder scrolls surf oh album. yeah did i love you, it but I, <laughs> I love uh, it. first i'm gonna ask did you did you know uh, about it you didn't right but after palano you discovered that and you didn't hear that, that stuff before palano after palano yeah yeah it's it was like my first elder scrolls influenced i guess like sort of splash into to a pond <laughs> that's a very uh, that's a very good uh yeah I like that. Splash into a pond with the surf out. I was so excited back in the day. I was. It was like the last time I asked people, "What do you want?" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what inspired it is the photo of one and only Michael yeah. Kirkbride pointing some steampunk-looking gun into the camera, and somebody captioning it, like. Chim, do you understand it or something like that as a reference to Pulp Fiction and English do you speak it yeah, yeah right and uh, yeah, I yeah. thought I think I know yeah the I thought miserable you know dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. Oh, I have an effect for that wait I'm so sorry guys you know yeah basically I thought this is so stupid I just <laughs> but uh, like with Pulp Fiction surf theme song and all that and I did the more thing, and I, I, I initially kind of wanted to share it with like a super small Russian lore community on vk.com, which I did, but then sort of I also shared it to Reddit, 
and I kind of, because some people really enjoyed it, I uh, decided I'm gonna exploit it and expand it. And it was so themed. It's, and even back when I was thinking, what, what is this? It's like how how much deeper can you dig, and like how much smaller can you make this? Uh, like it's uh, an obscure. No, I mean at the time Skyrim was quite popular, right? It was like the high days of Skyrim, but it's like surf rock music and Elder Scrolls. Like it narrows the audience down so much. <laughs> like where yeah. where do you go from here? And uh, I d- I d- wanted I did I generally wanted I was inspired to do like a like a mini like an EP of sorts. But if you heard it, all of it, it sort of changed on the second track like right away immediately because I couldn't. I think it's like a common theme for me. Like I I I cannot. If there is a format, it's more about the level of effort and like visuals, original visuals and original music. It's not so much about one aesthetic or one sound in particular. I mean, obviously, I repeat myself a lot. You you have your habits. You can't escape them entirely. But like, uh, but uh, so like with the surf stuff, the second thing that I made for it was way less popular than the first one because mm-hmm. I did something more for me and I, I for me, I wanted to do something differently. I did the Skyrim one with Dragonborn surf <laughs> <laughs> I said it, yeah, and uh, it, it was like immediately like this kind of like people were like I like the first one better, and uh, right. among the people who said that was Owen. I didn't know the guy at the time. I just saw it on Facebook because I was googling myself. I was yeah, yeah. I was very new <laughs> to it all, and I kind of shared it jokingly, and yeah, that's how we became friends since then. Nice. He he didn't like the second <laughs> surf track, <laughs> but uh, I made it because of a photo, and uh, it was just an interesting experiment, I guess. And also, like I felt like at the time, partly inspired by seeing a response, seeing a reaction, for first time on that scale, even smaller scale compared to now. But I really like, I guess, a lot of people like the the last one, the one that doesn't sound like surf music at all, the one with. For the Oriel Ascension. Oriel's Ascension one? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of really know, nice. Top of my head. It's, it almost, yeah, ni- <laughs> it almost like ref- reflects my sentiment at the time when I realized that the hype died out <laughs> yeah. and I'm back to doing like w- weird, obscure stuff for. But it's, it's really cool that since those days, there were like a couple of people who followed me because of that and like we're still like one of them is on Patreon. And I'm like talking to him from time to time. I don't know. It just like feels really cool with some people stick through, through the cake videos. <laughs> <laughs> Until, uh, uh, yeah. And uh, but yeah, it was it was that was it. it was the surfing. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what a way to maybe a final note yeah. for the podcast surfing. Finally, nice and chill, yeah. relaxed. You know. <sighs> yeah. Well, I think. This is the okay. end of the podcast. An hour forty-five minutes. Yeah, Smashed that's it. a big one. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it too much? It that's is too it. much, isn't it? <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. It's fine. <sighs> people, people, like you'll see in the comments, they'll be like, "Next week, 
the week after this one releases, they'll be like, oh, we a want a um, we want a longer podcast, and we'll be bringing them a forty five minute one, and they'll be disappointed. We're, so. we're gonna be we're gonna, we're gonna go link. We're gonna go link. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, all right well thanks everyone for coming along check out out check him out we'll have all his links and stuff below so go click those go over there subscribe look at his animations (laughs) tell him how great they are and we'll be in one and we'll be in featuring in one soon or it might already be out massive thanks to anyone watching still you've made it the whole way Look at you. Yeah. Let's 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 <laughs> give right. a round of applause. Whoever. Sorry, <laughs> Come on, Scott. You gotta clap. Him. There we go.